Hill's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, everyone. It is Clarence Caldwell here at True Life Academy, and thank you again for joining. I think you're really going to enjoy today. We're going to, we're going to go to a place we haven't gone to very often, but it is one of the most important places to go and one of the most important subjects to talk about. Uh, before we get there, I just want to, again, welcome you and say good morning. Good morning to you because we are waking up. We're waking up to our true life. And remember, if you've lived your life this past week, I know you, in, in the way we talk about it, I know you've had a fantastic week, and that is living in gratitude. Always give thanks. Be thankful in everything. And then secondly, give. Give when you can. Giving is a two-way street. You're receiving while you're giving. And then thirdly, because you have the power to choose, Love first, then choose. If you're living your life this way, there's no doubt in my mind you're having a great, great day and a great week and a great life, and you're making a great life for the people around you. So thank you for that, and thank you again for joining us today. Uh, today we are going to go a little bit deeper. Uh, we talked at the very first part of the year about the layers of our being and who we are and how I simplify how we're made up as as humans becoming, not human beings, but humans becoming, that we have this physical layer and that we have this mental layer and we have an emotional layer. But deep down in that true self, our true core of who we are is this spiritual layer. And this is the place where if we don't start there, if we don't build our life from that place and move outward, then all the other stuff becomes window dressing. And I want to make sure that we've spent some time talking about that today. So I, I have invited to join us today someone who is very, very special and very in tune with that, so in tune with that, that I just couldn't, I dropped everything that I was planning for today's show. And I said, I have to have her on. Uh, so we're going to welcome, and I want you all to welcome with us today, Tunda Wanamaker. Now, Tunda uh, I'm going to let her tell you about herself in more detail. So I, without further ado, Tanda, welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you, Clarence, for having me. I'm honored and humbled at the same time. Um, I have to give this disclaimer that this is my truth and my reality. And hopefully something that I say can resonate with you and uh, your listeners can take it back as a part of them. Um, I've always been just, a, I say, a unique individual. You know, I'm the seventh child, um, you know, my mom has, and she had me after just losing a child. And from the moment that I came into her life, and even as a little 
girl, I was a little different from my sisters and brothers. And, and I say that because I've always had a spirit and a presence with me coming into the world. Mm-hmm. And so when I was younger, I would always tell my sisters and brothers, or I would always say, don't you see the light? Can't, and I was always pointing up and don't you see that? And they couldn't see it. And so there was a time that I, I shut that down because I thought I was the one that was a little bit strange and nobody else was seeing these things and a little bit, you know, crazy, you know, because people couldn't see what I saw. And so I, I've always had this presence with me. And I think when I began to ignore it and shut it down, it never went away, but I was trying to block it. And as I grew older, the presence was always with me. And so it's not something that I have to tap into. It's not something that I have to pray into. It's not something that I have to look for. It's always ever present with me. Mm-hmm. And so I've had unique experiences uh, where I've had angelic visitations where I've been lifted out of my body and and seen the earth the way astronauts see it. And a lot of people may, you know, I may lose a couple of people right there, <laughs> you know, and um but like I said, this is my reality and my truth and I have to be who I'm created to be. And so in doing so and seeing those things, um it, it, it's a little different. It's a little uh, out there for some people to believe, but it's real to me. And it's so real that uh, my family now can kind of testify to the realness of it because they've also had these encounters, you know, through me and being with me and being at my house. So, yeah, right. that's just a little bit. Well, that's, that's great. Thank you for that because, uh, I, you know, certainly uh, one of the things that we talk about is the fact that that your spiritual nature, the, the part of you that's deep at your core, is, is really not a part of you as, as uh, like we like to think of it as being inside of our body. But it really is not uh, something that's like inside of our body, that our body is the, is the king and, then, and this is just a component of us. It really is who we are. Yeah. And the way you describe it, it, it's, it's, it helps your body, it helps you see certain things and hear certain things, but it really is more than you are as a body. Yes, it is. It's, it's actually, uh, there are several Bible verses that I can give you, but the main one that I gravitate to is in Him I move and breathe. I have my being. And so I'm in Him moving in this earth realm, this presence. And so we struggle to hear because we are so uh, bombarded by everything that's going on in our life. And so we have a tendency to block out things because we're visually stimulated. So we don't know how to get in contact with those things that are not seen and that requires you to be still because the presence never leave you mm-hmm. but you don't make time for the presence right. so you know you have to kind of make a space and i heard you say something about being grateful and gratitude and that's a that's a key factor because you have to be thankful in areas and when you're thankful like that it opens your heart to receive on another level and the more you practice that the more you'll see that you know that voice will begin to awaken inside of you and speak to you yes oh that is, i couldn't have said it any better the awakening we have several awakenings throughout our life and many of us hit the snooze button and just ignore it uh, but you know being aware of that being awake to it and paying attention to that 
uh, is takes a little bit of practice, as you mentioned, because we are so stimulated by the external world around us, the things we see on TV, the, the, the cars that your friends are driving and the job that we have and, and all of these other things, these physical things that stimulate our mind uh, kind of block us from staying connected uh, internally. And, and so tell us how you stay connected. How do I stay connected? I, I tell you, I, I, I wake up and it's like a download. The closest thing that I can kind of reference this to is kind of like the matrix. Whenever I need something, it's always <laughs> there, you know. And, and I joke and I tell my friends that, you know, that that part of the movie when she asked, do you have a download to fly a helicopter? And it's just did it, did it. That's the way it is with me. And yes. so it's, it's not that I'm special or I'm unique. We all have that ability. Yes. How I stay connected and how I would kind of introduce someone into getting into that presence is you make time. We pray. The Bible says to pray and to meditate. But for some reason, most Christians pray, but they don't meditate and they don't know how. And it's, it's prayers when you speak, but meditation is when you kind of clear everything out and you get to a point where you can receive and you listen because he does speak. I'm not just special. He speaks to us all. And most of the time we will get that when we've gone through a traumatic experience we'll, or we've had a life uh, altering situation or something to make you think about something. We'll get to that place of quietness inside of us because we're seeking. But if you can turn that into fuel and motivation for a daily seek, you'll be in the presence every day. It wouldn't leave you. It's never left you. It's always here. Yes. Uh, great. Great. I appreciate hearing that because um, one of the, you know, people say often, gosh, how, why do you like that, those Matrix movies so much, the, the Matrix series? I love and, them. <laughs> I love them too because there is something deeper being spoken mm-hmm. there. In fact, um, what, I, what I found was when those movies were created, they were created with this idea in mind. These, these things were spoken uh, many, many years ago. And I can't remember who it was. There was uh, Greg Braden had put a video out that talked about um, one of the uh, one of the thought leaders of our time in 1944 had made this comment about these things this, that we lived in this matrix. And the matrix was actually built based on on some of those teachings. And so that's why I really I really gravitate to those movies, even though it's it's full of what people would call science fiction yeah. and and uh, you know all of these animations. But it's really deeper than that. And the people who get that really like those movies also. Yes, yes. That is the true spirit of the movie. It's not the movie for me. It's the spirit of saying I can speak to you through anything. You know, I'm always here. Like, however you need me to show up, I'm there. If you would just make that time to kind of recognize me. And the one thing about her going back and asking the operator you know, his, his tank, the operator, I think his name, she had to ask him for the download. So for me, that's me asking God, you know, asking me to seek daily, you know, to download what it is that you have for me today. What is the best thing? What is it for me that you desire for me? Because sometimes we can get into what we want, you know, and we can ask for things and we're wondering why they don't come up or why we don't get them or why did it fail or, you know, that must not be God's will for me. And then we go into this whole holy prayer, this holy tongue, and we're, we're kind of, God, please, and, and if you are who he says you are, there's no need to beg, because whatever he has, you have. You yes. only, it only has to be downloaded into your system. Right, right. 
Oh, that's amazing. Um, I will. Um, I will ask you. Um, we're going to back up just just a moment, and we're going to take a break here in a minute. But I want you to give us a little bit more about your background, because what you're saying is so profound. I want it to be based on um, everyone knowing more about you, because there's you have a story as we all do, but your story is very unique in that you um, have not only lived this and experiences through your life, but you continue to share. And I want to, and we want to know more about that uh, in you when we get back from the break. Is that okay, Tonda? Yes, that's fine. Okay, great. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please stay with us. This first segment went by so quick, but we're going to be back, and Tonda's going to tell us more. with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach, Clarence Caldwell, returns after this short break. Evermore, people have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Viktor Frankl, the inspiration for the movie, Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection. With host Mary Similuka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on Toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things. And are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central, on Toginet.com. This is God in Country. The Collision of Faith and Politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Dr. Sean holds a bachelor's degree in biblical counseling and master's and doctorate degrees in theology and is currently pursuing a doctorate in ministry with a Hebrew worldview focus. Through his counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. Join host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on this radio network. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, everyone, and we're back. Thank you. We are back with Tunda Watermaker, and we are talking about spirit, and we're talking about the core of who we really are. And uh, before we go further, I just for those of you who want to continue to follow and listen and hear um, and even communicate with, with Tunda, 
uh, beyond this show. Tonda, why don't you uh, tell people where they can find you? If you have a website or or a, a Twitter or Facebook or whatever it is, how can they? How can people reach you? Yes, I am on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Tonda Wanamaker. Uh, Facebook is Tonda I Am, and I my website is covered. C O V E R E D I M dot com. Great, great, thank you. Um, and you can find out more about her there, but stay tuned right here where you're going to find out more. So, Tonda, why don't you tell us a little bit more about you and, and your awakening, um, where, it, where it happened, how it happened, if it's just always been that way at birth, before birth. Talk, talk well, to us. I'm a, I, I, I will share with you a, a couple of stories, and, um, and these are things that actually happened. And it, it happened over time. There are different breaks in my life, and it's funny because different situations brought different remembrances. And when I began to seek through heartache and, and different life struggles is when I kind of remembered certain things of who I was and certain words kind of always jumped out to me like believe remember you know those words and and so I began to look them up in a dictionary but one instance I had I think I was playing and and my sisters we were like over our aunt's house in Louisiana on the railroad track somewhere where we knew we should not have been playing but it was cool to make these little whistles out of iron <laughs> country fun so we were out there just on the tracks of the railroads and um, all of a sudden the train began to shake and everybody went a different way of course, me, I went the total opposite way, feeling the train tracks begin to rumble. And when I stepped across a train into uh, would have been a direct path onto another train, this white light came around me and held me back up against the train. And so the other train was inches away from my face. But I felt such a peace on like feathers around me. And so after the train had passed, I stood there for a minute unable to move and I felt the nudging just push me back in the other direction and I just went on about my day playing never telling anybody about that you know and uh, if my mom is listening right now she's probably somewhere <laughs> she's probably <laughs> reaching out spanking me over the airways but <laughs> that was one that was an instance where spirit was with me but still I didn't recognize it and I think I was about nine or ten I was not acknowledging because I was trying to be normal or what I thought normal was and so uh on later up in high school or I always felt a need to write and when I would feel like I was ready to write I would see this angel come and stand but this angel was so huge it stood out of the building and I could only see his feet and so I would feel this heat come and hit me and rest on my left side and I would just would write poetry and I will begin to flow like that. Now, I'm saying that because a lot of your listeners are writers, and they can relate to when there's a time when they feel an urgency to write, and they'll feel this energy come, and they'll call it energy. They'll call it anointing. You can call it source. I call it God. You know, so you you get in his presence and you write and you flow and the more you write, it comes and then you will feel it lift up off of you. Well, just because you you can't see it, that's still angel Michael, the archangel helping you to write and get your visions out. And so it's ever present and omnipresent. So I begin to recognize a little bit like, yeah, I can write. I can do that through 
through God. And so I love to write. So I acknowledge that part of it. And then there was a time in my life when I'd gone through just marriage and I've been married twice and I felt like God, I've, you know, married my first high school sweetheart. And then everything, we should not have gotten married. We were not alike. We were not equally yoked, but we were, you know, high school sweethearts. So that's what you do. And I remember just feeling heart broken and sitting in my apartment. And all of a sudden the presence came again. And I just, this apartment was filled with white light. And it told me, remember who you are. Remember, you know, and I'm trying to remember through tears and I'm like, oh, my heart is hurting. How can you talk to me about remembering who I am? Still not acknowledging, you know, and then I remember just being outside one day and I was like, "Okay, God, I surrender. And when I did that, I felt something hit the top of my crown of my head and it was almost like an opening, like some, I had never felt a heat and a presence hit me like this before. And and I've always been in a church. My mom, my grandparents were Baptist preachers, and we've been Pentecostal, Baptist, we've been all of it. So I've always been in a presence. My mom took me to church every Sunday and was in a tent revival. So one of the things that I said when I got up, I was like, I'm not going to church because they don't require all of that. So I was fighting that side of me of not wanting to be that person, you know, uh, in the pulpit, just kind of telling people what to do and not living right, because I'm like, no one can live up to that. But what I felt was just such a love to hit me. And so at that point, I began to say, okay, God, Okay, God, I hear you, but still not really acknowledging, but feeling it. And just eight years fast forward, I remarried again, got into a marriage and had everything I ever wanted. And God blessed us. He blessed us tremendously. And um, then everything was gone again, not to give too much of that away, (laughs) but everything was gone again. And and I felt myself again, not wanting to live and not wanting to be a part of this world, because if that's what love was, then I didn't want it. And so I tried to take myself out. You know, I said I did, but I just drank some NyQuil. I think I just wanted some rest, (laughs) that nighttime sleepy medication that just makes you feel good. And so I just went into sleep and 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 my my mom was here at the time and she had my kids and then I I was like you know what I don't want to be here and what I experienced after that has totally changed my life because then I heard you know get up and go and repent because it's not your life to take it was never yours anyway you know you are just a shell you're just my servant you're just to do what I and I'm just like okay God I hear you and so from that moment I I went and that was another awakening like there are levels of awakening because when I awoke to that part I went to church I was ordained I was like okay this is what you want me to do I'm gonna be here and and I can see profoundly I see things on people and I never would tell people what I saw I just would begin to do drive-bys what I call them of just praying for the person and because I never wanted it to be me because it is not me and I would tell my friends you know I'm dumb as a rock I feel like this information that I'm giving you is not from me this is from a higher source you know and I would tell them all the time and it doesn't happen with everybody but I can see pictures and I'll hear and I'll see words across people's forehead and and I'll see what they're battling with and I and the voice will say yo 
you, you need to get to the root of that. You need to have a conversation with that person. And all the time is not to expose you and say, this is what I see on you. It, it's a conversation and love. So mm-hmm. I did that and, and I ministered to people and laid hands on people. But then I hit another brick wall because it's almost like what I saw I did not like in the church, you know. And I may lose some listeners right there, but this is truth. And this is truth radio. And so I'm like, this has to go beyond these walls and, and, and what I'm seeing right now. And so I was like, I don't want that if that's what it is, you know. And I heard again, those are levels. Because when you are in church, the Bible, the word refers to you as a sheep. You are shepherd by someone who looks after you. And don't get me wrong, sheep are beautiful creatures. I love sheep. But when you look at it, and, and they said the wolf comes after the sheep, you know, and sheep are also considered dumb. So they're not awake. They are asleep and they're going to do what I te- what the shepherd tells them to do. They're going to eat and drink when I when he herds them into certain places. So I kept saying, "Okay, there's more beyond that." And so I just began to seek a little harder. Now I've gone through the divorce. I've had the revelation and now I'm by myself 8 years now by myself and seeking God and I've had outer body experiences where the angel himself has come and taking me out of my body and I'm like okay I'm dead what what's going on I'm lifting up out of my body and and God has to know that I have a sense of humor because I saw myself on the bed with my kids and I'm going no I'm not ready I'm sorry but no you wanted to kill yourself a few years back <laughs> so now I'm showing you who's in control and so I was lifted up in the heavens and I just heard this these drums you know, boom, boom. And I heard this hallelujah, just, just rumbling on the earth. And, 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 and I looked back and the guy never looked back at me. He just took me up and he had this spear in his hand, this sapphire spear. And I followed him with my spirit. And, and, and I didn't go into heavens. I was lifted into the heavens. And then there was this ring of fire that appeared. And he says, I am the God of Isaac. And it changed the God of Abraham and it changed to what looked like an eagle. And he began to tell me who I was and how I was created in him, in him, not in him like a body part, but in him like a part of him. So whatever happens to him and through him, it happens to me here on earth. And that's why it says as it is in heaven, it is in earth because he's put you here on the earth as a reflection of him. So it's the source of whatever you come from. You're supposed to be a reflection of him. And so the Bible, you read it and you can't just read it as it is. You have to go deeper and seek it. And so if you are in that Bible weekly, when you go to church, you should already have the message. So when now you should not be frustrated when something is not going your way, because when God sees you, he sees himself, a reflection of himself. So when you are, you are the prayer. So when you are asking God, for something and if you are right with him and you are in alignment with source higherness whatever you want to call it when you are in alignment with that the answer is yes there's nothing that will be withheld from you so if you are frustrated it's because you are not in alignment with who he has called you to be and that goes along with fear 
Because fear will cause you to miss it altogether. Before you go further, before you go further with fear, we'll be right back. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Evermore, people have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Victor Frankel, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V I K T O R and I movie.com and TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection. With host Mary Simaluka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things. And are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes. Then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now... These deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central, on toginet.com. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu, Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central, on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. And after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on DougieNet.com. Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi, welcome back. We are with Tanda Watermaker, and she is talk- she is flowing with the information that I really, really believe is is so vital to our discovery and our living the best life, a life with purpose that uh, comes from within. Now, now, Tanda, before the break, we were talking about, um, you were talking about uh, several things. So I'm just going to throw a few words at you that I heard, and I'll let you uh, grab one of those and, and tell us more. Uh, right before the break, we were ta- you started to talk about fear. And okay. we, did a sh- we did a show on fear uh, maybe it's a week or two ago where I talked about you know overcoming fear, but it was probably not at the level that you're going to speak to us on. And you were also talking about when you were growing up being protected by this this light, this light that just surrounded you. you know, how many people out there experience these unique things, and we 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 brush them off as as miracles or uh, luckiness or being or coincidence or serendipity or, or, or we got all these words for them, but we ignore the the truth of it. Um, and then, of course, our purpose, our purpose on life. So, anywhere you want to go with any of that, 
talk to us again. Okay. I, I think there are a lot of listeners out there that go through this. I think that uh, I am not the only one. Um, the Bible tells you that a light cannot be hidden. He's talking about us, you know, and if you believe the word, you know that he's talking about you. It's just that that has to be activated. And I do know this, the greater the voice that you have, the greater the traumatic experience you have gone through. Because in silence you early and so he tries to get you in a place where you won't speak about a thing that you're embarrassed about or negative and you doubt yourself so when you doubt yourself and things like that then you kind of put that lid on the light see light and darkness cannot truly live together one is going to outshine or one is going to dominate the other and so if you've gone through any type of experiences in your life and and you feel traumatized and tormented by those things and you can't sleep at night, you know, then those things have to be getting, you have to get rid of those things in order to be in alignment with the purpose that he has for you. You know, um, fear, when you have fear in your life, that blocks the energy or the mm -hmm. vibration or the download that God is trying to get to you. You know, even now as we speak, if your listeners, if they can just be still for a minute and just raise their hands up. And I've done this with a couple of people and I've tried to tell them, you know, the energy is always with us. It's always here. In the church, you may feel the anointing or the vibration, but you'll feel a tingling hit the tips of your fingertips. And you may feel a slight throbbing around you. If you don't feel it, then move to the left or to the right. The presence is always with us. You just have to acknowledge it. Mm. And so you'll feel the vibration or you'll feel a tingling around you. So my job is not to make you believe what I'm saying. My job is coming as an activator to direct you as a conductor, to let you know your next step, your your next place of getting in alignment, what God already has inside of you. Everything you need is already here. But when you live off of fear, when you have that anxiety, some people that I talk to have anxiety. You can't contact fully. The download can't get to you because there are too many blocks inside of you. Your belief system is off track. So if you're sitting around all day and you're thinking about, you know, oh, this happened to me. Well, you know what? He go pay for what he did or, 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 you know, you've got all of this inside of you. You're not showing that you're grateful for even being here. So when, if you, you don't have to acknowledge or, or put your attention on what has happened to you, that's behind you. Your, it says all things work together for your good. So your focus and your job right now as of today is to say thank you. Thank yes. you for allowing me to be here. Find something beautiful. Direct my path. Give me the things that you would have for me in this season of my life. Help me to be closer to you. Seek. You have to start seeking those things. It's not just sitting here in the Bible reading it and then going off and then being angry and bitter. This is a lifestyle of love. And that's what I learned from my two marriages that many would call unsuccessful, but I it was the greatest lesson. You know, I'm thankful for the lessons. I, I love my exes. I love them with the love of the Lord. They are still my friends right now. But there was a time when I was bitter, you know, and I couldn't get rid of it. And all I heard was, do you love me? And I was like, yes. And it's like, well, do you love name, insert name here, you know, do you love? And I was like, well, why? I was like, I don't <laughs> forgave him. You know, why I got to do all of that? And And he was like, well, do you love me? That was the question it kept.
do you love me? Mm. Now, do you love, insert name here? And I had to go, yes. Mm. It's like, you don't mean it. And I was like, yes, I do. But I was just saying it. And then one day I heard, do you love me, Tonda? And I was like, yes, I do. Do you love? And I was like, yes, I do. And I felt a whole new awakening. You see what I'm saying? It's levels of awakening. And you can't just go to church and get this. You have to go through a self-reflection of yourself. You have to get right. You have to go in and dig those things out so that your well, your life, your light can really shine. And you can go about, you can be the greatest person, have the greatest platform. But if you are not healed from the inside out, what you're spewing out of your mouth is no good. Right. Yes. Uh, thank you for that. That's uh, that's that that I call it the the wisdom or the genius within you that is always with you that gives you that and uh, being open to it, being thankful so that you are open to it is so important. Yes. Yes. You know, there's there's so many things that I've had happen. There's so many experiences that the natural man will call failures. But I learned how to use all of that negative energy into something positive. And that's the thing that I want people to hear if they don't hear anything else. You have a choice to love. And when you open yourself, open your heart to love like that, the abundance the overflow. I don't see color anymore. Not that I did before, but I don't, I see everybody as a human. And some of the greatest people that I know, they are not even believers. They're Mm. atheists, Mm. but they'll come find me, which is ironic, or they'll come sit by me and they'll be like, you know, it's just something different about you. I don't have to go into this whole spiel about who I am and da, 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 da. I am that I am. So when they see me, they see that light, and that light is pulling them to me. So I only have to be Tunda, and I don't need a title. I am that I am. I am my father's child. I am sent from above, and I know that, and no one else can tell me that. So my job is to push you. My job is to encourage you, and my job is to love you even when you don't love me back. Mm. And that's within, that's within each of us, though, isn't it? It is. We all have that ability, and that's what the enemy comes, the dark one, to comes in to try to make you feel pitiful. If you can't do anything else, you can love. Yes. If you can't, you you don't need money to do that. You see, we we focus on what we don't have, but we should be focusing on what we do have. We have that ability to touch each other. We have that ability to encourage each other. When I meet people, people remember me not because of my name. They remember my presence. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I I aspire to just pull people with my presence. It's not about me. It's about the one who sent me here. Yes. You you said something very interesting when you talk about uh, making the choice to love. Um, That is so profound because... We do have a choice. We can ignore our true nature, which is to love. Yeah. Uh, and we can block it with all this other stuff. Uh, but when you're tapped into it, when you, when you pay attention to it, uh, then you know that's your choice. But you know yeah. that it's, your, it, it's, your, it's also, uh, to some degree, an obligation because that is, that's who you are. You, you, if you want to be yourself, if you want to be in alignment with yourself. Yeah. Uh, um, when I started... 
Yes, I'm sorry. When I started out and I started venturing and God has taken me through many doors, many doors, and I feel like somebody. And a lot of people were qualified, more qualified to do things that I'm doing. And God kind of strategically moved me like a chess piece. And all I did was listen. You know, you have to open your heart to receive. All of these things happened to me after my divorce, after I've gone through, you know, having everything I ever wanted and going back to nothing and not being able to get help and, you know, just trying to figure out, God, what is it now that I do? And I just heard, listen, listen to me and follow me follow me and church couldn't tell me that because when I lost everything church people were looking at me like oh yeah you yeah yeah you're not you're not that anymore but I am that I am that and then some you're not I never lose that that I am you know and so I struggled with that for a minute because you would get caught up in things thinking that that is it and it's not so as long as you have the I am inside of you, the I amness, you have the, the ability to create whatever it is that you are lacking because we are all creators. We have that ability. So whatever it is that you have lack in your life and you see it and you're like, I don't have enough of this, then go. Find out what it is inside of you. What is it that you like to do? What is it? For me, it was talking. <laughs> I, I found that I love encouraging people and through my pain I kept finding other women who were going through similar situations and I found myself instead of somebody comforting me I would hear the spirit say comfort her tell her this tell him that and they would be like you're so accurate you're a prophetess you're a seer and I'm like I don't know what I am I just know that I am I'm just being it. You know, the word, when it said the word become flesh, we all have that ability to not just talk about it, but to be it. Quit trying to put a title on it and be it. Right. You just have to be it and flow in who God has created you to be. And when you do that, that is a beautiful thing. And so in the process of telling people this and healing people, I've made great friends in great places. You know, people who, who would never have crossed my path, they wonder how they found me or how do I find them? Because when we're connected as a light and we're giving love, then you have to be connected with those in love. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? We just met, Clarence. You know, yes. and God connected us. Right, right. It's a, it, that is amazing. And I, when we talked the other night, I, I told you when you said something to me that was just so so dead on it gave me goosebumps and it's because we were connected at a different level and uh, and you're very much in tune with that so I had to have you here now we're gonna take a, a, a quick break again and when we come back in our last segment you're gonna tell us how we can help ourselves in this area yeah Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. 
Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi, and we're back with Tanda Wanamaker, and we are talking about the true, the truth of our core being, of our true self, of our true life, our spirit. And with that, um, she gave us some real powerful information about the I amness, the I am of who we are, and being in touch with that and how it really makes a difference in your life. Um, I want to ask you, Tanda, if, I don't want to get too mechanical about this, but a lot of people want to know, okay, what can I do? And everybody's in different places. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people are, we'll call it, um, in, in a very dark place, and some people are in a much lighter place. But what is it that we can do regularly, whether it's meditation or prayer, or, or those things that you think can help us generally uh, if we just put these practices in our lives? Yes, I, I, I believe prayer is a key factor. Prayer is my number one, that you can pray because even when you can't talk to someone else, and tell them what's going on. You can create a space in your life, in your house, where you can go and you can just release it. And a lot of people may not know how to pray, but all you have to do is open your mouth and say, you know, I'm here before you. I don't know everything that's right for me right now, but you show me what's right for me. You give me or direct me 
to what's right for me right now in this moment of my life. Help me to release those things that are blocking me. And, you know, I'll be happy if that person is in a dark space, if they reach out to me on my on my website. I have a place where you can go sign in and you just leave me a note. I'll walk you through that. I'll walk you, help you get out of that dark space and help you to find that light because it is hard. And we're, we're living in a time where everyone right now is overwhelmed by something. And if you're not, then you will be because that's the time that we are living in. You know, we have valleys and we have mountains. And I I think that meditation is a key factor for you to release and let that out. And the thing that I love about helping people is that most of the time, I would say some all the time, I don't even remember what we talk about. And I think that's a key factor of, of being someone that's a spiritual guide because you're not a gossiper and you don't have to worry about somebody spreading your business, but it's a place. And I think I'm a safe haven for people where they can come and talk to me and release whatever they want to release and know that it's in a secret place, you know, and I value my relationship and I honor that relationship that God allows me to have with individuals. So I say for that new person, you know, reach out to me. If you can't get there by yourself, I'll be more than happy to help you. Um, For that person that's in the middle, then I would say, and you are already pretty much a light, I would say start journaling. Start writing your, your dreams down. You know, the Bible says write the vision and make it plain so if you don't know where you're supposed to be at this point in your life start journaling your day start writing it out and write down the things that you're grateful for you know in a journal even every night if you can write down three things that you're grateful for and then start to listen and keep that pad beside your bed and say I'm here you know if if you want to speak to me give him permission to speak in your life and you have to know how to shut down the mind chatter I went through that stage in my life where I was wondering if I paid a bill, did I lock the door, did the kids get their stuff at the schoolwork? And I would go to sleep talking to myself, mm-hmm. insanity, just over and over again. And then I would wake up and couldn't remember a dream if a dream was trying to get to me because I was so clogged. So you have to get clear and you have to get focus and you have to uh, create that space for God to come in to bless you. If you're waiting and, and, you, and you feel like, well, I'm there and I know that and I meditate and I know how to do that, then now maybe you just need to listen. Just listen and give them permission to speak. And I get up from three to five o'clock every morning. I wake up and that's my time because during that time, the whole earth is still and it's quiet and you can hear. And I don't go into a deep, e speaking in tongues. I'm like, I'm here, God. And if it's me just reading something and then coming back and being in his presence, then I wait for him to speak and I develop a relationship and I listen, and I don't say anything, and I just write. And then when he stops speaking, then I speak. So you have to build that relationship one-on-one because it's there. It's like a muscle. It's inside of us. And so I believe you have the ability to see, you have the ability to hear, and you have that ability to create whatever you need today, right now. And you don't have to let torment or anxiety or depression cloud your judgment and cloud who you are because you are light. Excellent. Excellent. Now, when, when, uh, at, at some point, uh, we want to talk about some of the work that you're doing that, that people can actually go to a workshop or to a session with you. Um, do you have anything coming up soon? 
Well, yes, I do. I have several things coming up, but one of the things I think I'll be close in your neighborhood will be in Dana Point, and I'm actually partnering with Core Wellness, and we're going to do a retreat. I'll have more information coming up on my website, but it's going to be coming soon, and what I would like to do uh, is set the atmosphere somewhat of a retreat, and, and the one thing that I got from a retreat is that when you've gone through so much, even in, our, in, in war and in battle, when, when you've gotten beaten down, you hear the commander say retreat. And that's a place where you go and you rest yourself and you get back rejuvenated. So if you don't know how to meditate, I want to teach you how to meditate. I want to teach you how to get in the presence. And I want to teach you how to carry that presence with you daily. So it'll be in Dana Point, California. And I just, I, that will be probably the first one. And then we want to take it around the world after then. And hopefully I'll be coming to a city close by all of you. Yes, excellent. Excellent. You know, we're we're beginning to get uh, quite a few international listeners as well. People in yes. Southeast Asia and in the UK and and other places. I'm I'm seeing them chime in on Facebook and and yes, uh, and, and, and yeah, I'll be glad to come there too internationally. That is a part of who I am. I didn't even talk about the whole international thing, Clarence, and how yes. the spirit has already taken me there. And so I've seen Australia, I've seen Italy, and I see Rome. And when I say that, is that the spirit picked me up and took me to Rome. And even though I haven't been there, my feet were placed on the bricks and I would ask where I am. And he was like, Rome, Italy, and my spirit would just fly. So I've been around the world. My spirit is already gone. I just have to go and get it now and follow what the spirit has already kind of put out there for me. We all have a tribe. We all have something that we're supposed to be doing. I don't care if you're the best sock maker on the block. You're anointed to do that. You know, you should find that business. We're all creators. He did not just send you here to be depressed and oppressed. We learn from life lessons and traumatic experiences. We get those lessons and we turn them into something great because you're never defeated. You're always victorious. Yes. Uh, that is that is great. And that's that comes from within. That comes from that light within you. Yes, that, it does. That allows that to happen. Oh, yes. It's amazing. In fact, there was one of my spiritual leaders, uh, I don't know if you know Dr. Michael Bernard Beckwith, he said, yes. he said once that, I like this body, I like the, the fact that I'm here physically, but it's just a, it's just a lampshade. It's just a, yes. a, a cool lampshade. It's not yes. the light. Yes. And, and once we know where that light is, and that's what really matters. Yes. I, mean, I, I like this lampshade. It's cool hanging out here. Mm-hmm. But the truth of us yeah. is that light within. Yeah, it's something greater. We're just a shell of the one who sent us here. And, you know, God has a plan for each of us. He has a purpose for us. And so we're, it's our job to get past what we see and get into the unseen. And the only way you're going to do that is if you tap inside. See, it's not outside that you're going to see it. And if you're waiting for somebody to tell you that or to prophesy to that, you're going to miss it. Because they can only, they give you what they want at some point. They can confirm it. and But you'll say, okay, now God didn't do what he was supposed to do because it didn't come to pass. No, you need to be awakened to that truth and that reality that's inside of you. You have to meet that word. So God will encourage you through a word. Now it's up to you to go and make that thing manifest. So when you get a word and it agrees with you and you feel it within the being of who you are and it nudges at you and it keeps pulling at you, it's your job now to go into manifestation mode. What are you doing to make that word manifest? 
right. right. Don't blame God because you don't <laughs> see it. Blame yes. yourself. Yes. yes. Yeah. So many people, they, you know, they've got all of these um, these things that they they do to try to manifest these things in their life, but they think they're just going to appear. We mm-hmm. still have an obligation to do some work. I mean, yes. we're Faith, here to do work. Yes. Faith without works is dead. So yes. you just can't. I'm all about going to church and the anointing falls and we jump and we shout and we slap our neighbor and we have five. <laughs> and, and then I was like, okay, wait a minute. Now what? We go home and what? We eat. <laughs> we eat. We what? And then we lose the message. We lose that motivation. We lose that momentum. And so now we have to figure out, okay, next week he go give me the other part. Nope. Pastor's moved on to something else now. You see what I'm saying? So now what work have you done in the in-between time? That's right. That's right. Oh, that's so that's so important for us to remember. Um, once we're clear about our purpose, you can't help but continue to do the work on your own. So you have yeah. to get clear. Yeah. What is it that you you are here to do? That's right. That's right. Once you're clear, once you have that down, write that down. Write it down because it's probably something you would do for free. It's mm-hmm. something that is going to be so passionate on on you to do. I love encouraging people. I love talking. I can't believe that the time has just flown by because yes. I love talking about, you know, where I'm from and God and the angels. And yet there's so much more that I could share. And I was trying to get everything in at one time. But, you know, um, you said what was needed to be heard. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and so for others to hear more, give us your your website name again and, and how they can contact you. Before we okay. close out. It's www.coveredim.com. That's C-O-V-E-R-E-D-I-M.com. And you can also reach me on Facebook uh, under uh, name Tunda Wanamaker. And then I have Facebook Tunda I Am. I'm also on Twitter as Tunda Wanamaker. So please feel free. Come out. Um, send me an email. I respond to everyone because I believe everyone is important. Great. Thank you. Tanda, thank you so much for spending the time with us today. This has been very enlightening and inspirational. I really appreciate you and the work that you're doing. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So everyone, please uh, contact Tanda. And also, as we always do, when we are living our life this week, remember, live with gratitude. Live in thanks always. Give when you can. Giving is a two-way street. You are receiving when you're giving. And we talked about it today, the power to choose, that we have a choice. Love first and then choose. I'll tell you, if you live your life this way, you'll make an amazing life for yourself and for the people around you. We'll talk to you again next week. Take care. For joining us on today's True Life Academy, certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker Clarence Caldwell returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to 